Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dear Black Girl. I'm your host, Unique. You can follow me on Instagram at Smiles. U-N-E-E Smiles. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Dear Black Girl Pod. Now, I know an episode was supposed to come out last week, so we're like a week late, but I just came back from vacation. Um, I've actually been in Paris for the past week and some change, and it was really beautiful and a much-needed break. So I'm sorry for the delay, but we're back in action. Also, to our Atlanta listeners, this month, I will be in your city March 23rd for the Ladies in the Industry Music and Media Conference. Uh, be sure to hit the link in my bio at Unismiles. Pop your tickets. They're really affordable, and it's a dope event. Um, there's a lot of panels from mental health to financing to motherhood to single life and trying to make it in this media and music industry and more. So you don't want to miss out on this amazing event put together by my girl Nina. Uh, please be sure to copy your tickets. Again, you can go to their Instagram page, which is Ladies in the Industry, to copy your tickets, or you can just hit the link in my bio at uni smiles on instagram and a lot of dope women will be speaking so make sure you copy your tickets for the ladies in the industry media and music conference also another announcement we're officially on spotify guys like i finally figured out how to put us on spotify so that's another place you can check us out at um please go to spotify type in dear black girl in the podcast section and follow us and for our itunes listeners as usual please don't forget to rate us and leave a comment like we really appreciate the feedback and the love and i apologize if i sound super tired right now because it's definitely like 12 a.m at this very moment as i record this intro for the episode um today's guest i actually met her the same day we did this podcast it's so crazy but yeah i was at work and she came through for a music meeting and she was showing and she was like uh displaying her music for us and I thought that she was super dope because she had like such an amazing personality. So we ended up just recording a podcast episode on the spot. So without further ado, here it goes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dear Black Girl. And today's guest is from Staten Island. She's an artist. She does basically everything, sing, rap, write songs, all that. Everything. And her name is Abby Jasmine. Yay! How are you today? I'm good. Thank now, you for having me. You're welcome. Now we just met like... 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a music meeting and her music is super dope. Thank and you. I know you just said you're going on tour with um, T-Pain. Yep. And you just came off tour... Doing a, little, a few shows with Rico Nasty, right? Yeah. How was that? Because I love Rico. That was fun. It was actually like my first um, like shows as an artist. So like... It was like, damn, Rico Nasty, like, I gotta, like, bring my shit, but, like, yeah, I was just really nervous, but it it was dope. It ended up being really dope. I got more comfortable with being on the stage, because right from the Rico Nasty shows, we had to fly um, to Cali, because I did Smokers Club Fest, so that was my first festival right after doing those shows. So what do you like more, like, the shows or the festival vibe? I like... Well, festivals are cool because, like, I could I just do what I got to do and then I could just walk around, chill. But, like, shows are shows are cool. Mm-hmm. Shows are dope. 
They give me like you know water, Hennessy, <laughs> <laughs> like money. That's cool. <laughs> but so, what was it like that first time you had to like step on stage and you're just like not in a studio recording? Like, oh crap, I'm in front of in front of like a whole crowd of people. Oh, I was shook. I was like, I had to like take a couple seconds and like just go in the bathroom. And just sit on the floor and just like, all right, bitch, get your shit together. All right, you about to go on stage. And but I, I was really nervous for no reason because it ended up being like a really good show and it was dope. All right, so let's get into your song. Song number five. Song number five would be um, "Keep the Family Close" by Drake because you know it's just some like. It's some relatable shit. Like, yeah, I feel that. You got to keep your family close because everybody is going to, like, not everybody's going to care about you, like, how your family cares about you. And he was like, he had that line, all of my let's just be friends, uh, friends I don't have anymore. That's facts. Yes. Every time you tell somebody, let's just be friends, they don't want to be your friend. And I feel that. I felt that. <laughs> but... So, yeah. so throughout your journey, have you ever experienced that where you realize, like, it's my family that's really about to hold me down throughout this musical oh, journey? Oh, a lot. But, like, I don't consider family, like, people. Yeah, it's like, like your friends Yeah, like, my friends. But, like, yeah, I I realized that, you know, like, there was times I needed places to stay, you know. And, like, I just needed overall help. And, like, my friends were the first ones to be like, all right, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got you with a place to stay. You need food. You know what I'm saying? Took care of me better than, like, my own family has. So it's like I've always recognized that. And that's why I'm loyal. (laughs) Well, your own family, when you told them you wanted to be an artist, how did they take that? Because some some people's (laughs) families is with it and some other people's families is like, nah. My parents, they weren't weren't crazy about it. Um, I had ended up moving out just over disputes of what I wanted to do with my career. They wanted me to like join the army. I was like, yeah, I don't got the discipline or (laughs) patience for that. So I'm just going to do me. And if I come out of failure, then at least I've tried. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, they weren't crazy about it at all. But have they started to like change oh, your mind? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey mom, what you want for Christmas? Money? Okay. Like, yeah. Better no. change your minds. No, because I remember at one point my mom was like, maybe you should go to the Air Force. And I'm just like Yeah, my mom wanted me to go to the Air Force too. I was yeah. like, girl, I'll move out before I go to the Air Force. <laughs> I don't think I can like go over there and just start fighting and nah. yeah, jumping out of planes and all that. No, nah. nah, I think I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm so, my brother did that shit. He hated it so that i definitely wasn't going after that but song number four song number four okay song number four is um throwaway by future i'm a big future fan i love future um he's one of my favorite artists um but that song wait are you gonna ask me a question or no, do i just going. all right yeah <laughs> well that song it just resonates with me because it's like like, it's gonna be okay, okay. Like, yeah, it's gonna be okay. Like, I listen to that, like, when I'm just in my bag or, like, when I'm having a fight with my boyfriend, you know, they got that second part. It's like, go on, fuck that nigga, get it over. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, I be living through songs. I'm like, yeah, I bet we out. <laughs> but So what about Future makes him your favorite artist? I just think that Future, number one, he's just so fire. All his projects is fire. Um, I just think... 
I can relate to what he says a lot. Like, he talks about relationships a lot. You know, he got his own relationships, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he own, Yeah, he got his own... <laughs> he got his own drama. It's an evil world we live in. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, I just think he's real relatable. Like he speaks to my soul. So were you, were you there for the um, turn off the lights future? Or yes, like Dirty Sprite future? yes. Turn off the lights. I know a lot of people came like when Dirty Sprite future dropped. No one was there for like the turn off the lights yeah, future. Nah, I, I'm like you forget nah. about that. Yo, niggas forget about the future and Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> I be talking about that. They be like, what? What future and Miley? That's what. That's your face right now. Like what future and Miley Cyrus song? Yes, there's a future and Miley Cyrus song. So what has the experience been like? Like coming up in New York making a name for yourself, and then being able to, like, prosper. I'm still trying to navigate. I'm still trying to figure it out for myself, honestly. Like, a lot of days I wake up and I'm like, shit, what am I doing? Like, where am I going with this? But, like, I, I don't know. I just have faith in the vision, you know what I'm saying? But being in New York, I think it's way easier to get your music out there like all the radio and there's so many people out here who just love music and it's just yeah being in new york i feel like this is the best place to be just to get my music out there so what is your vision or your why as to why you want to do music um well right now my goal in the future is to like you know have my own record label calm cease all limits media you know we got the llc all that stuff <laughs> um but right now you know i just want to show other girls that you know you can just do whatever you set your mind to like i was on i was on vine like making dumbass videos and now like i'm sitting here with you you know what i'm saying so it's just like i just want to show people like don't ever limit yourself to anything song number three song number three is 1090 by me and you know it's just about being grimy because like people are grimy to you so fuck it now i'm grimy so i'm grimy now so <laughs> what does that mean i'm grimy like i'm like you i'm have to break it down you don't know what grimy means? i do but still like, you have to break it down like i'm people. grimy i'm 1090 10 loyal 90 percent grimy <laughs> you dig like I'm, I'm, a, I could be a messed up person too if you need me to, but I'm not. You know, I'm really nice. But like when I have to be, you know, I'll be 1090 grimy. I feel like that's such a New York thing. It is. That's why nobody, <laughs> like nobody understands. <laughs> no, I, I think I understand that from living here. But yeah, that's completely yeah. a New I'm, York thing. I'm grimy. I'm a savage. <laughs> I'm a savage. But yeah. Um. Well, I mean, the inspiration behind that song was just, I was tired of just niggas just fucking with me. And it was like, it seemed like something was always happening. Like, I was like, I bet. So now I'm going to act like this to everybody. And like, I was just like, all right, I'm grimy now. I'm grimy now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, what I resonates with me. And how has that been going? <laughs> oh, I mean, it doesn't go well for other people. For me, like, it's just preserving my energy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to it's like deal with the fuck. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Mental health is so important. <laughs> like, me being a bitch, like, you think I'm a bitch, but really, I'm just, I'm just saving my mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, call me a bitch if you want. I don't right. give a fuck. <laughs> song number two. All right, song number two is... Drugs You Should Try by Travis Scott because 
there were drugs that I've tried. <laughs> nah, but like, it just it's just a pretty song. It reminds me of my boyfriend when we smoke weed together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try if it feels right. Yeah, it feels right because I'm smoking this gas and I'm with you. It's just a nice song. It just reminds me of it. Reminds me of love. Oh my gosh! So have you ever had like a crazy weed story moment? Like have have I ever like, done some high shit? Like so, <laughs> I can tell you about so a lot high. of high shit that I've done. Like, All right, so you go ahead and I'll share it with you. All right, so I've burned my hair a couple times. I actually just burned my hair the other night being in the studio lighting the fucking blunt. Um, the other day I was in the supermarket by myself. I walked. I literally looked at the escalator. And I still tried to walk down the up escalator. <laughs> so that's another one. There was times I've been in the es- the the elevator and I said thank you on the way out. <laughs> I said thank you on the way out. We was talking yesterday about um, like times and stuff, like how you always catch a certain time, like 11, 11, mm-hmm. 3.33. I said 777. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a time. <laughs> so yeah, I there's a whole list. Like I could keep going. Now I would say my craziest one was when I had a cookie. Oh god! And I was in college, and um, oh god, I was so fine the first thirty minutes, and yeah. then it hit me. Yeah, and I was just on the floor, like in fetal position because I was hot. Yeah, I feel and that. I thought like I was in a desert, and I could just—I was like, guys, I feel my blood running through my veins. Yeah, and then like I just kept touching everything. I'm like, guys, I feel the earth moving, and they're just looking at me like I was crazy. I think edibles. I think edibles are horrible. I don't like edibles. I'd rather just smoke weed. Like one time, like you remember this day that I had gotten the the package of or uh, package of yeah the edibles. I had gotten like some sour patch kids and some uh, gummy worms. Me and my boyfriend like we bodied that whole <laughs> shit. And it was like first like when I was trying to get him to like me and stuff and. <laughs> and like yo I thought that like he was never gonna talk to me again cause he was sitting there so high and like I was like yo I'm high too like this is not gonna end well like this nigga's never gonna talk to me ever again he probably thinks I laced him or some shit <laughs> but you know but I will say the, the the best and worst place to try one night is a festival. Hell no. No, I get okay, anxious so as hell. I, no, I tried one at Broccoli City Festival. Like I had like and I split one with a stranger. And there <laughs> You live in a wild life. <laughs> and basically it was from my cousin's perspective, it was the litest festival ever, but I don't remember none of it. Because <laughs> There was a moment where I was there, and then there was a moment where I wasn't. So he was like, not only did you take 20 minutes to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich backstage with somebody else this high, but somehow you got on the side of the stage with Ray Shrimmer while they were performing, and I was just like... Oh, you was living your best life. I was like, how did this happen? Like, you just talked to the security guard, and he let you up. And you was just up there? And I, apparently, I was just up there. I remember none of this. Wow. And then they started sending me photos, and I was just like, I remember... And snaps, I was like, I remember none of this. And I was just like, oh, I'm That's never... That's funny. So you can have the litest, but at the same time, 
I would say try have it. your worst moment. Just make sure your friends yeah, or family there. Stay away from yeah. Stay away from hard drugs. Stay away from Xanax. Oh yeah, all never. that stuff. I would say stay away from edibles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just smoke weed every day. Song number that was two that we just did, right? I think it was. All right, so song number one. I think it was one. It was my last song. All right, Monks by Frank Ocean. Um. It's just like it's just a pretty song, and it just reminds me of like, like just happiness, mm-hmm. like running away from from stuff. Like there's there's parts in the song it's like we're running away from like your father and your family and stuff, and like sometimes I feel like running the fuck away, you know. But yeah, that's why it just resonates with me. Well, why do you feel like running away sometimes? Because sometimes life is motherfucking hard. I know, but running away doesn't like help. shit. I think um, shit. Listen, if I was, I think I would totally run away and just go to a beach somewhere and just live my life. But I gotta have, I gotta get this money first. So after <laughs> I get this money, I'll run away and go to a beach somewhere, and I'll live the rest of my life on a beach. Well, I remember uh, I went to the event, and I think uh, Prayer Ma said, the worst place you can ever run away to... Is a beach? No. Oh. It's Los Angeles. Oh, no. no. I will, <laughs> I'm, it's, it's crowded as hell yourself. over there. Yeah, you'll get lost. But I feel like that's everyone's dream. If they were to run away, they'd run away to a beach. Or, like, overseas somewhere. Or in, like, own, like, a little surf shack. Mind you, probably can't nobody surf. Yeah. But, and just, like, live simple. It sounds fun it for, sounds, like, a week, though. Yeah, I know. And then I probably get sick of it and want to do something else, so. But. So what do you want your legacy to be? I want to leave a legacy that even when people doubted me and when people didn't believe in my dreams like I still made shit happen because I've been making shit happen since I was I was little and like people have doubted me so like I just want to know I just want everybody to know like I can make shit happen and like I will make shit happen for myself that's very important because like you have a lot of people that I guess they dwell on the people like not believing in them that they don't do shit yeah and I feel like an important aspect of people not believing in in you as you believe in yourself. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people lack that. You know how many people is like, yo, this bitch ain't gonna do nothing. Like, and I'm and I'm here. And it's not because, like, I shitted on people or anything. It's just, like, I believe in myself. And, like, I believe in what I'm doing. So, yeah. So, if you weren't doing music, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Okay, I was having this conversation the other day. <laughs> so, I like to watch a lot of, um, like, forensics mm-hmm. type of stuff. I've been watching, like, the Paul Bundy tapes on oh, Netflix. Oh, the Ted Bundy tapes. Yes, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted oh, Bundy. Paul Bundy. Wait, that's the guy with the axe, right? Yes. Paul Bundy. Paul Bundy had the axe. <laughs> I said, yo, I, all right, Abby Jasmine, um, Ted Bundy, I've been watching the, t- Paul Bundy, Ted Bundy, I've been watching the Ted Bundy tapes, I've been watching, um, I, just, I watched some shit yesterday called Abducted in Yo, it got, I just watched it that. It got too intense for me, so Have I, you not finished it? Nah, I didn't, it, it got crazy? really intense. No, I watched no, no, the no, R. No. Kelly stuff, like, I've been, like, like, I just watch a lot of crime stuff, and, like, I think I would do something... I probably wouldn't be a cop or anything. Like, like I probably forensics. forensics or like maybe I'll be a cook. I like cooking shows too. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I'm really into Hell's Kitchen. 
Okay, so I would say this. You should definitely finish watching Adopted in Flame Sight because... It just got really intense. They started talking, like, getting really graphic into details, and I was like, oh, it's not even, just it's not even that. You just seem to learn that... I would say this. If your life sucks or you feel like your life sucks, <laughs> watch that documentary. <laughs> yeah, no. They was wowing. There, there is no way in hell <laughs> that... Your life sucks as bad as these. Like, you can never work, make as many worse decisions as her parents did. Yeah, her parents made a lot. Like, Y'all was, gotta watch that shit. Like, that she shit wasn't adopted. They basically, like, they gave let her to yeah. the two times. Yeah. And they both had an affair. It's with called them. Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah, hold on. I saw that. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I ain't watched Oh, yes. So, did you make it that far? With oh, the with the dad in the car, and he was like, he was like, yeah, he he said he would, he said he needed somebody to do it. I said, why okay, would you so, do it? <laughs> and did you make it as far as the mom as well? I got the, the second time with the mom. No, I got to the first time with the mom where she was like, oh, he made me feel all tingly inside, and I was like, what? All what? Right, so, see, this is why you have to watch it because, like, I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, I will finish it. The family, you continue to learn how dumb this family actually is because no one's that great of a manipulator. They're just that dumb. Damn. And yeah, they were they're stupid from what I've seen so far. It's I'll, the greatest documentary. It. It's probably better than Fire Festival documentary. No, no way. The Fire Festival no, documentary to was everything. <laughs> you have to finish it. And you will see why this is probably better than the Fire Festival documentary. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But okay, so before we go, okay, I asked everyone to leave an open letter. Okay, dear black girl, you can do whatever you put your mind to. You're that bitch. You're a bad bitch. Don't let anybody tell you anything else. Love, Abby Jasmine. Hee <laughs> hee.